0: Welcome to Smutty Scriptures, the podcast where three best friends gather together to explore the holy text of fantasy romance novels. I'm head priest Blue Cromwell, and I'm joined by my sisters in sin, Cuttlefish, and Purple Space Cat, to tell you all about our thoughts on this episode's sacred text. We are finishing Queen of Shadows today. We're talking about it. I feel like it's not officially over until we talk about it on the podcast first. I agree. Oh. And holy
1: hell, do we have a lot to talk about?
0: Yeah, this is what, our fifth (laughs) book in the series?
1: Yeah, I I feel a little unprepared for this, if I'm honest. Mm -hmm. Because I, okay, so you see, what happened was, Mm -hmm. I meant to jump into this book in like thirds, or even quarters, like this, this last little piece of it. Sure. From chapter 48 on. And then I, I didn't. So, what, happened? what happened there? Yeah, what's, what do you mean by that? What do you mean? I just did it so what do you mean by that. <laughs> so, but that was days ago. Yeah, and I got bored and started reading two other books, as one does. So,
0: the one with the quasi incest.
1: Oh yeah, right, right. All, all the way. <laughs> uh, so I don't remember what happened in this book. Shout out hey, we're gonna. <laughs> we're gonna walk through it because like a true sarah j mass novel Ugh, so the last much. hundred or in this case 200 pages mm-hmm. the bank truly did explode <laughs>
0: <laughs> you'll remember we you talk about it but i was i mean at least a general impression for me i mean i fucking loved it this oh yeah like, i could i wanted I think more to, did. to read it because i was like just every couple moments like something would happen that i'm like oh my god what do you mean by that and then i'd have to what do I'd you want mean? to like set it down and like emotionally handle what just happened <laughs> but i'm like no like i have to read this for the podcast you can't just like emotionally need two days after each thing it's not gonna work it's not gonna work out <laughs> for this but he well, told level.
1: me that and that's why i was like okay i'll break this into small pieces mm-hmm. So, really, it's your fault. So, really, yeah, first of all, <laughs> so you didn't read it, you devoured it. I, yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe we go like piece by piece or like character by character because, again, because there's so, there's literally so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this may or may not have sparked several fights between me and my husband because he was like, eat food and i'm like fuck off and <laughs> there is no food there is only sarah <laughs> j Man. <Mack. laughs> only
0: we are masochists it's a lifestyle
1: And he's like but i but i want to watch tv and i'm like well i guess you're gonna do it on your phone somewhere else far away from me because i claimed the living room six hours ago
0: <laughs> <laughs> and i'm still here <laughs>
1: So I think for me, I I love all of the plot things that happen, like these big, huge pieces. And I think the end of this does a really, really tremendous job of setting us up for the next novel and like the next. So I feel like this, it tied a lot of loose ends. It was very much like the end of a chapter. I mean, it's many chapters, but it was very much like the end of some storylines and the start of another. Sarah says several times in the writing where she makes it clear that this is an ending and then they're like no this is a new beginning and I think that that's really clear right. in the story and in the plot because I think very much she's ending Selena Sardothian truly we're moving on at, I mean even more so than than part one and I think part one did a really good job of wrapping up a lot of assassin daddy yeah um, Sandra yeah. did a really good job of uh, wrapping him up yeah speaking enough. of life sandra holy i love her <laughs> i love her
0: yeah she is mine and we fucking hated her in assassin's way didn't we
1: we really did well, we hated on I her so hard
0: <laughs> i was like really you know what <laughs> every time you guys are like i don't like this character i'm like you know Sarah. You know she's gonna turn it around. The character's gonna learn a lesson. They're gonna and think what about, about the other character differently. He will get a redemption arc and you know I, that. I hate it. You can hate it all you want. When <laughs> it gets to you, you will thank Sarah J. Mass for what she has done. That those are the rules of this church. <laughs> I don't I don't make the rules, okay? I'm just I'm speaking through Sarah J. Mass is speaking through me. I right. have ah, to be exactly. patient with certain characters. It's just like, you know, just part of the, the gimmick, you know?
1: Sarah but punches I don't us. don't
0: want to be patient. No, you must.
1: <laughs> Sarah punches us in the gut. And we say, thank you. Can I have another?
0: Literally. I'm like, I think it's three, actually. One in the face, one in the gut. Yeah. Mm. yeah exactly.
1: exactly. <laughs> explained. There, was... <laughs> there was so much with the witches. Mm. I was like, again with The Witches? All right. I mean, I was kind of digging what we were just reading, but okay, yeah, Witches, let's
0: go back to that. Mm -hmm.
1: There are several times whenever it's just abruptly switched pace and like, so let's talk about The Witches now. Mm -hmm.
0: I love it, though, Um, because I wanted that content, so I'm like, please, bro. Yes. Give me Manon and the 13, like, give it to me.
1: (laughs) Okay, but Manon and Asterin having it out?
0: Literally my favorite part. Oh, my
1: God.
0: The scene of, like, her opening up to Manon and, like, telling her... That made me cry, Loki. Oh, my God. Like, the whole, like, the fact... Oh, my God. This is a small detail in that scene that really, like, made it horrific. Like, it already is horrific. The fact that, like, all this has happened. We kind of understand the culture around, like, what it means for a witch in this society to, one, get pregnant, and then, two, to lose a baby. And the Mm. fact that the word that's branded over her womb is unclean, and it specifies that it was individual letters... That it was done, like, because in my head, I don't know, I just had thought of, like, literally that word, yeah, instead of, like, individual letters. I was like, fuck, dude.
1: At least it wasn't something like Automatopoeia. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Silver lining, that's all I'm saying.
0: (laughs) Small victory for the homies. But yeah, that that scene was, like, it it was nice to see what we've set up for a long time with Manon to start being more emotional to be more than what she was taught in that whole scene and like actually having her react is it it was wonderful I loved it it showed a lot of growth for Manon for Sarah and I didn't really like have a lot of character moments with her like I mean we get little bits and pieces and even like the scream that she says she lets out and Aylan decided to save Manon at that point because yeah she's like that's how I would sound when Rowan is hurt
1: that's how i would sound if you guys were hurt
0: (laughs) (laughs) she's like i gotta i gotta do it you know i gotta i gotta save the homie which um i mean hey worked out in the end too so but yeah that's that's probably my favorite it's hard to pinpoint a favorite but that scene had such an emotional impact and showed so much growth for manon and we got so much witch content that i was like this this is the this is the winner for me
1: the battle or fight between aelin and manon oh my god oh shit it's going down i didn't want either one of them to win i was like yeah go you no wait a minute hold on uh i i was the same way and i was like no sarah come on there's got to be a way that i i mean not that they should stalemate i kind of want them to stalemate or maybe something happened i don't know but like they're both way too good to do that I think that how that went was so perfect. It was so perfect. I, I feel like they they earned each other's respect. And I feel like that's going to come back to play. Yeah. Oh, for sure.
0: Especially with the close relationship between Aelin and Dorian and then what we're hinting at with Manon and, and Dorian, you know, like. Oh, it would be have... steamy. <laughs> Ooh, I did love the scene of I'll bleed whatever color you tell me to. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah,
1: (laughs) just don't of to black,
0: please. I love too with them. Um, It was a smaller moment, but how that conversation with the other witch of being like, which actually was in section, I actually found it in the literature here for those who want to make a quick reference. (laughs) In the
1: scriptures. In
0: the scriptures. Our holy text of uh, chapter 63, page 502 is where all this conversation is going down. Obviously it's important, it's poignant, and you follow it along very well. But just the fact that like, (coughs) Went <coughs> asking, like, did you go back? Did you check on him? Like, like what? Like, how was that for you? And then at the end, she goes to look at Dorian, like she just goes to fly over exactly the same way that Assyrian did for her woodcutter potential man's the father. Of her oh, children.
1: I didn't even, I didn't even make that connection.
0: I was like, bitch, th- I, I, you just discovered love yesterday, and I know you think that's what it is. Uh, I love it. I love that for us. yeah it was such a cute moment of like I think she was replicating that in her mind what do you think
1: Manon and Dorian would be like I feel like it would definitely be Dommy Mommy and I I would love to see Dorian like crawling on his hands and knees for her (laughs) like just please (laughs) I feel like that would be really weird power struggle for the actual kingdom though I'm okay with it
0: I feel like Dominant women, more uh, often they're dominant in day-to-day life, that's the one area they don't want to be dominant in.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's Monon, though. <laughs> She's yeah. not so much dominant as she is. She's a force under herself.
0: Yeah. She's put in the place of power and responsibility and all that stuff all the time, though. I can see her being like, I'm not doing <laughs> well, this, too. <laughs> one could say it was
1: thrust upon her. <laughs> Ooh,
0: ooh. <laughs> you're all banned
1: <laughs> you know I was I was a little jarred whenever Astron was explaining that the baby was stillborn because I gotta be honest I didn't know that was where that was gonna go I thought it was gonna be the baby was murdered or the baby was taken but when she was like stillborn it really hit me and there's so much that goes into well, I mean, if anybody has ever, like, lost a child, you know, there is some very intense emotions with that. And seeing the two of them open up and Minon just blindly supporting her friend and having that be what they were growing into during that conversation was, I think, the shove that Minon needed to open her eyes to reality around her mm-hmm. and to who her grandmother really was, is... Yeah.
0: When, when she heard all that and her she literally fell to her knees. Like yeah. having that, having Manon be so shocked and so just this, uh, this fucking anger and, and vitriol that she has for her grandmother now because of like, she, and I love how she asked too. She's like, are you the only one? Like, as this happened to other people, like, I'm going to know the fucking, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. So just yeah. to see her so impacted to literally be on her, her knees in front of her second. Oh my god. It
1: broke my heart though. Whenever she was like, uh, no, I'm not the only one. Like this is super common fucking practice. <laughs> Your grandma? A bitch.
0: Mood. I was
1: like, "Oh <laughs> god, it's like and and she didn't even fucking know? Yeah, she didn't even i know. I cannot wait until we get a chance to have her explain herself, which I feel like is definitely going to happen. I don't think we're, I think <laughs> Grandma's probably going to die between now and the end of the novels, mm-hmm. but I, I mean, for Manon to take over all the Black Covens, well, at least that's what I want to happen, so that's what's going to happen, <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> but I, I can't <laughs> wait until the universe. Grandma has to explain herself. And I want to know what is her rationale unless Grandma is also possessed. I suppose that could be
0: could be. this Sun could.
1: Yeah. Uh, there I, has to I be don't... some
0: advantage, I think. I mean, obviously, they got the fucking Wyverns, and that was, like, part of their deal. I wonder if there's something else, because obviously, Manon, that's our main character that we get perspective of for this witch mm-hmm. content, and she clearly doesn't, unfortunately, know a lot of what's going on, so I could see there being some things that they're planning for.
1: Well, Manon was the main person for the witches until... Um, she rescued a lead mm-hmm, queen, and <laughs> we got. Dead.
0: Oh my <laughs> god!
1: <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. our fire, a, a different fire bitch queen mm-hmm. in her oh, own I right. Was so worried, wondering about that because it only became shadowy whenever she had the word stone inside of her. It was like regular fire before then. So is she somehow related to Aelin? And she is this like a Harry Potter thing where like there were two kids and, you know, Voldemort went after one instead of the other. And that's how Harry Potter became Harry Potter. I took it
0: a little differently. I took it like I actually marked a couple of these. We could go by this. But for Lady Caltane, she in my mind, she's exactly what Nesta was. Oh,
1: yes. Because so many Nesta was, crossovers. Yeah,
0: because she, yeah. like, that God of Death thing, all this, and the fact that, like, she's in her mind stealing and, like, taking things from this demon and powers yeah. that she doesn't, she's not been given. <laughs> and that whole relationship. So I almost think, because it's Silver Flames, just like how Nesta... Um, the Shadow. Yeah, the the Silver Flames are what's like, lives within her. And I don't think in the Sarah J. Mass universe that is... Because if it comes to the shadow, obviously, due to, like, everything that's happening to her. But I think in Sarah J. Mass's universe, that's a very supernatural, even beyond, like, I mean, obviously, it has to do with Faye and everything. But
1: So do you think she was made with a capital M?
0: Well, I don't know how it works without a cauldron, but I assume the word stones could play a part. In my head, this book takes place way in the past for Makitar. I know she has. I don't think she's at least at this point officially said what has happened first or last. So if they end up putting the word stones back together it's very possible that that forms a cauldron.
1: I don't know if it's necessarily like in the past I've always looked at it as I think it's adjacent. wibbly wobbly, like, timey wimey. I think it's adjacent um, but not in the same uh, book. Sure. <laughs> And I think that's, yeah. So, not necessarily happening at the <clears> same time, but I like they're, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of weird.
0: Maybe there is some su- supernatural power <laughs> in both of these simultaneous multiverses, and uh, one gets a cauldron and one gets the uh, word keys.
1: I'm very interested to see if, because w- I know that Crescent City intersects with Akatar directly, and the characters interact directly. On some level, I'm I'm hopeful that Crescent City will also interact with Throne of Glass, because otherwise we don't really have anything to connect them other than it's just set in the same world on the other side of the planet. You know, it's, it's not connected and intertwined as much as we want it to be.
0: Yeah, we'll have to when we get to those, I'm sure we'll get a lot of questions answered as far as how Sarah is building this multiverse we all want to know
1: but Caltain was a bad ass bitch yeah. I, I really could see so much of nesta in her mm-hmm. and like just the way that she was described with the dress and then with the behavior and then with the devourer of worlds title that she gave herself or that they gave her i i loved it i loved all of it i was like oh my god i was so sad that she died but i yeah. get it and she took out all of the creepy babies. Mm-hmm.
0: And all of the uh, witchlings who were ready to go because things had already happened and it was a problem. Yeah. Yeah. She took out like a third of the big
1: bad place. Mm-hmm. I was I like, that. God damn, so we need two more. <laughs> <laughs> we need two more Caltanes. Fucking sew that, that little pebble <laughs> inside two more bitches. Let's go. and And to this point... We have not actually read or heard about any other person who had been possessed actually battle that demon on the inside and win. Nope, that's true. Even Dorian struggled and he needed help to get to that point. Okay, can I just say, though, that the fact that that when he was in his brain hole and he uh, was losing himself and didn't even know who the fuck he was anymore, that the only name that he remembered was Manon. Mm-hmm. Okay? <laughs> I just... I just... That was really... it was really impactful. <laughs> okay? I just me taking the book and smacking my husband and saying, if you were ever possessed, my name is the only you you're allowed to remember. (laughs) I am in love with who Lysandra turns into at the very, very end when they're talking about her like shifting between animals and how she like pounces and she chases and she's like, and she's just happy, bro. And like, I love it. And actually the first thing that I tagged in this was like the first touching moment that she had with Aelin. And she says on page 404, I wasn't just talking about her. You, I'm grateful for you. And then later on when they joke about about Aelin proposing.
0: Oh
1: my God. Wait, no, are you actually pro- Wait, no, are you actually proposing? That's very <laughs> us energy. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> and she just, like a very us vibes. It does. Yeah. And yeah. she like was astounded that aelin thought that she had value and had and it just made me want to give her the biggest hug and um i I love her so much
0: yeah i mean just for what she was willing to put up with for evangeline and just who she was lysandra was Also probably, like, she's got to be on my list for favorites. I know we haven't gone least in favorite scenes talk yet, but I did mark that as probably the scene that surprised me the most was page 568 in the holy text in the scripture, which is like two pages into chapter 75. I wasn't expecting it. I probably should have, but it caught me off guard and I literally started crying. This is the scene where they are starting to fight and it's looking hopeless and a lot's happening and... Adian and Rowan are fighting and, like, protecting each other as, like, brothers, and it's a really impactful scene. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, <laughs> the commander's hand came down and was ripped clean off by a ghost leopard. Dude. Love it. I was reading it, and I literally had to set it down. I looked like that one crying meme, and just like, the... <laughs> I just couldn't do it. I literally was like, bro, what do you mean? Because she had just left the city. And, of course, like, it's such, like, a. I think looking at it now, I'm like, of course she would come back. And she's like, hee, hee, hee. Yeah, you know, I can't leave my friends very silent. I kind of
1: wonder what happened to her dress. I want to yeah. know the ins and outs of how her shifting works. Like, you just want to know if she gets naked. <laughs> uh, no, I want to know about I want to know if she has to to see the animal because she's never seen a ghost leopard. She just took that off of like their descriptions. And they mm. did not give super detailed descriptions for somebody who's never seen a snow leopard before mm-hmm. like we we understand it's a snow leopard and they're just calling it a ghost leopard but they don't know that
0: yeah i mean they so, described kind of what it looked like so then what, actually, what, it's eye color so if
1: she if she needs to see the thing in order to change into she needs the to thing. imagine she's have the image in her head I just imagined her bursting down there, thinking that she looks like a ghost leopard, but really she just looks like some weird ass cat monstrosity, She's and that's like, why everybody to was draw petrified it from memory. <laughs> yeah, oh it's my like God. whenever you're doing that that challenge where you're drawing a picture, but you're not looking
0: at it, and mm-hmm. you look at it, and you're like, "The fuck did I do?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, fair enough. Maybe we'll get, well, I'm sure we'll get, she's not going away anytime soon. I mean, Aelin obviously gave her a very important place in her court, so. I'm, we'll probably yeah. get some more shape-shifting shenanigans around, which will be fun. I love mm-hmm. her so much. I kind of low-key wanted Aelin to propose, though. <laughs> I honestly, I was like, hmm. go
1: on. I was like, yes, please. <laughs> like, I'll take it. Well, you- I'm glad you. you-
0: turned. Let's go. I'm glad <laughs>
1: you say that because there was Place that I marked on page 455 when Aylin sees Manon for the first time, mm-hmm. and she says, and I quote, she was the most beautiful person Aylin had ever seen. Hey, and like, we, that <laughs> sounds really similar to how Farah mm-hmm. described yeah. Reese. I was like, I know they're not mates, but that's not really fair. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the the, the,
1: the, yeah, as a red yeah. herring. <laughs> I see you, Sarah.
0: <laughs> not me being queer baited. I'm like, Manon, are you straight? Really? I mean Dorian's a good choice, I guess, but like, come on.
1: Well, we, we got to know that two of the witches are yeah are they're dating. I was like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. How is that okay for making witchlings? How how are they okay with LGBT stuffs, but they're not okay with childbirth complications? How are they very, like, no, no, you're cool, but then they're also, like, super draconic about this thing?
0: I think women are seen as their equals, and men are lesser and just tools to an end. So if they were to sleep with men for the uh, procreation, I don't think it it would be seen as little more than a sex toy or a snack, because they would probably eat them after, so...
1: Okay, this brings me to a very small but interesting tangent. Okay. <laughs> Go on. Uh, uh, while we've been reading this book, I have ended up on a odd part of TikTok.
0: What do you mean by that? <laughs> oh, are you talking about with the snacks and the intimacy timing? And the th- yes. Yeah, <laughs> All right. the, the sacred
1: slutty snackies. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. only thing I can think about is the witches. Having sex with these dudes and then eating them, like literally. He's like, "Boy, yeah. oh, you want to eat this dick? <laughs> Don't mind if I do." <laughs>
0: just fucking wipes it up. <clears throat> oh
1: my god! <laughs> I so, mean,
0: that would be there. It, you know, just, just, just <laughs> whatever
1: you inevitably end up on that weird part of TikTok. <laughs> just keep that in mind, so mm-hmm. that way you will suffer with me. Because I don't know what to do with this information.
0: Yeah, I kind of want to try it out. It's like intimacy settings and then food pairings to go with it to enhance.
1: Yeah, it's like while you're having your book talk spicy alone time, you have specific snacks that you eat. You know, like men, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, for Manon and... Your and them. (laughs) That would make sense.
1: And uh, yeah, they're sacred, apparently. Mm-hmm. sacred slutty snack moving on this is a weird tangent <laughs>
0: anyway i just want to ask you guys i know we have a lot it, it's hard for me to even pinpoint anything because i fucking love this section but do either of you have like a least favorite moment i have a really small one just because i was like ooh, like that kind of sucks i mean it i i guess it was just really when roland died I know we don't have like a lot of character information on Roland and I know Dorian kind of felt like, is he my friend? Is he my ally? Is he not? But knowing that Dorian was in there the whole time and that Roland was in there because he does talk at the end and like begs them to kill him, which like, hey, maybe that's the better choice. He's lived through too much. He's like, I can't fucking come back from all the shit I've seen. So and all the shit I've done with my own hands, technically, while I was a passenger in my own body. But it, it definitely sucks knowing that there was a way to get dorian out and to save him because at the, up until that point up until very much right before they do their final mission so to speak they don't know that until Manon writes on the wall like he's in there uh, and it changes everything and i'm like damn they killed my boy roland like it just felt like a moment of like we didn't get a lot of him i thought we were gonna get some political intrigue or something at some point like and she changes and like you know i get it characters are gonna die off and shit's gonna happen but it just felt like it was,
1: wasteful. Yeah, wasteful I, yeah I, I, I can agree where it just kind of seemed like there was an opportunity and then we just didn't take it
0: yeah like at least Lady Caltain like she got this whole scene of like they fucked me up they ruined my life give this word key to this person also my god she kept the fucking cloth from Selena she took a piece of oh it oh my god that made me like really upset <laughs> Bro, I was like I'm gonna throw up shut what do you mean she did that <laughs> but like, you know, she got this moment of empowerment. And she got to like I mean, take herself out on her own terms and also like take out her captors. And Roland yeah. did get that and I was like, damn, it would have been, I don't know, just I just I had something else. Like it and it's just very small moment where I just felt like maybe there was some way to use him as like a as, as something or I don't know. It just depends.
1: It kind of makes me feel like Roland was an afterthought character
0: yeah she's like oh shit what about that guy the duke had right right
1: yeah he he, he, he dies
0: <laughs> um, yeah and he's dead don't worry and then, <laughs> it's okay because he asked to be killed
1: well i think that it's it's more like it's less like tying up loose ends more like an accentuation or a punctuation of the fact that in times of war and shitty people being in charge not everybody has a happy ending. Yeah. Not everybody has closure to their situation. And more often than not, you you don't ever get it that it's truly, yeah. you know, the the ones that the do are the truly the rare ones and the rare instances where it occurs.
0: I can appreciate that, but I just wish I felt like the text supported me interpreting that message. Mm. I guess Like, I can take a step outside of myself and then think about it in that sense, but I don't know if Sarah did enough for the text in that one particular scene for me to interpret it that way.
1: Like, maybe, because we do understand that we learned something from that interaction, but it kind of seemed like it was, like you said, wasteful. And that if we had learned more, or maybe if he had relinquished a secret, Mm -hmm. that that would have been worth it. Well, he did
0: relinquish a secret. I don't know. I just felt like again, I really can't describe it in another way, just like wasteful. I was like, man, yeah, use him for something.
1: I did not enjoy the and this is this might be a little controversial. The battle in the castle right before it shattered. I did not enjoy the writing of the battle because I was having a really hard time understanding. What the fuck was happening? Where we were? <laughs> how this is all working? Are they like? Is it? I don't. Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't understand the layout. I don't understand. Is it a tower and then it's another tower and then we have a glass tunnel and then how are we doing all this stuff? And the glass tunnel not breaking? Oh no, it does break. But I thought it was. And then she fall. I don't know. It just was really confusing to me, and that made it not fun to read. But I, you know, was like, I don't actually have to know. I just need the yeah. point and plot point. <laughs> so that, I did, I feel that could have done better.
0: Yeah. I also, this is a stupid thing of me. Like when the castle, when the glass like breaks and there's still a castle underneath it of stone. Yeah. Not what I pictured at all. <laughs> I, li- I pictured a fucking glass castle. I didn't picture, I pictured it being no, they- like literal gla- like layers of multicolored like, Go, like plexiglass yeah well, they,
1: they go over that in throne, of, throne glass. of glass the first you know in the first book they talk about how there was a, a regular castle made of stone and then they build a glass one on top of it
0: i thought that meant like you take out the castle and you build the glass one right there like not i thought that it castle meant that was built around i don't
1: know words are hard
0: yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> i thought that it meant like the stone one was maybe like fucked up Not perfect. Um, So, like, whenever the glass one got broken, because I knew that was going to happen, because it's glass. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I thought that whenever the glass one got broken, that the stone one underneath wasn't going to be a perfect castle. It would be, like, a fucked up one, you know, like... The ones that are dilapidated out in, you know, like Ireland and shit uh-huh. that people go to, like pretty and all of that. And occasionally you'll find like rooms and stuff that are still complete. But for the most part, the castle itself is kind of fucked, yeah, so that's what I thought that it was going to be like, except for the places that were still like lived in, obviously. Yeah. but the walls and shit were gonna be like broken. and but then they're like, no, hey, you have a castle. yeah. Mm. And I was like, oh, 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 okay. (laughs) All right. Well, okay. Okay. And now they have a weird glass wave wall. That's a thing. I love that that she did that. I still hate the fact that it's glass. Maybe I just don't like the fact that it's glass.
0: Yeah, I think I've always been kind of like, huh? And then I just had a really hard time, like, envisioning what that actually, like, looked like, I guess.
1: Yeah, I had a hard time with that part, but... Again, I I knew that I was like, well, I don't really have to know what it looks like. I just need to know, does she die? No. Okay, it's fine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's some sort of a glass wall wave thing. It's like a whole thing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. That part was not my favorite to read because it was confusing.
0: What about surprising moments? I know I've already shared mine with the uh, Lysandra coming out of nowhere as the snow slash ghost leopard Right at the, you know, right at that clutch moment to save our boys. God bless. (laughs) But what about you guys?
1: I was surprised whenever Carol was like wheelchair bound, essentially. At the end of it, I was like, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think I actually sent that to you guys, didn't I? (laughs) In a text, I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) And... Was that
0: was that the one where I was like page six hundred? Oh my God, what's on that page? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. I mean, once we got to the end, we were kind of all back and forth of, oh my God, oh my God, oh page my God, page six hundred. Oh my God, listen, listen, <laughs> oh my God, yeah. I was
1: like, dude, you know who's
0: gonna heal him? That healer, that Selena, yeah, yeah. I need to, baby. Oh, yeah. Let's do well, it. in
1: about that, I thought that was interesting because on page four eighty three, the scripture reads. Aelin had felt it before a thread in the world, a current running between her and someone else. She'd felt it one night years ago and had given a young healer the money to get the hell out of this continent. She'd felt the tug and had decided, decided to tug back. And here it was again, that tug toward Manon whose arms buckled as she collapsed from the stone. So it almost seems like fate in this and this realm or version of the realm is almost a tangible thing. And that's not the first time that they've described it as a, as a string she felt one with kale, right? In the beginning, yeah. and we were like, Oh my gosh, is that mate? It's, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, because we're fangirling, but <laughs> maybe it was just that they were meant to have their fates intertwined in a similar way. I think that Scarlet Sinclair writes in her books the Hades and Persephone ones? Yeah. Because in that one, they describe it as a string that connects people. And I feel like that's kind of what we're talking about here. So maybe in this world, it's just, it's fate. It's not fated. It doesn't necessarily in, in, in mean a, a relationship, is my point.
0: Part of me wonders, is it fate or is it Elena? I, I wonder if it's actually the gods. They talk all the time, all
1: yeah. the fucking time about the gods are gone, the gods abandoned us, gods, blah, blah, blah. No gods, no more, blah, blah, blah. But understand. like, literally the gods interact with them so many times, it's a little ridiculous. They're all like, oh, the you know, I felt the sun on my face that shouldn't have been that warm. And it was the t- sun lady, mm-hmm. you know, like, I like you and shit. Or it was uh, the a breeze that was, <laughs> but it's like so. But they do it all the fucking time, they and do. they're like, "Oh, I guess the God was looking out for me. I guess the God." And I'm like, mm, "I just, I know you're doing this like hyperbole, but like, mm, <laughs> I mm-hmm. feel like maybe they kind of are." Yeah. Yeah, because again, like was. I had another one pointed out. Five ninety five. Manon says a little wind pushed at Manon's feet as if it could hurry her along. She knew that it was a goddess peering over her shoulder, a lady of wise. Now we don't have a complete god or goddess list, um, but no. we know that Aelin is related to at least two, right? The Huntress and the the Fire One. Yeah. I, well, and and Maeve was uh, mentioned to be at one point become like trying to become a goddess, and then wasn't there another one also? That she's related to. I don't know. Well, she's like hmm. super, like connected. <laughs> <laughs> she just name drops all the people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's where she gets her fucking ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you, do you guys think that we're gonna see, or maybe talk to, or like that the gods are and goddesses are gonna be actual characters more in the last three books, or you st- or do you think they're gonna still be this? you know, off in the distance. You I know. think they're going to still be off in the distance, but I uh, tell you what God I want to know so much more about is the fucking sin eater. God, yeah. that I think was what yeah. surprised me the most was that whole thing with the, with the sins and the bones. I was like, Oh my no give me a whole fucking series like i just i need it give it to me i need dark romance i need Mm -hmm. i need lore i need everything i thought for sure he would be there
0: who who the god the yeah
1: the god Mm. he was not and i was like oh (laughs) like I i
0: wanted him to be there I don't expect the gods to be more... I think it will kind of end... I wouldn't mind if they did it, but I think it will kind of end with, like, Elena and, like, maybe Brandon and stuff like that. Like, those kind of historical figures, but not really go much further than that. I wouldn't be against it, and the senator stuff was so good.
1: It really was. It was really interesting and intriguing and different from everything that we had really done up to that point. It was almost ghost story-ish, you know, in the way that it it was coming about. I think that it, it was really cool and the Sin Eater stuff. And it, it's actually, it was like a real thing being a Sin Eater. I was a real job and like an actual, like people were employed to do this kind of a thing. The last Sin Eater, the last person who legitimately in our real life world died in 1906. So like, it's not even all that long ago that we had the last Sin Eater. And um,
0: so what you're saying is I should bring it back
1: no are they hiring no i mean that'd
0: be pretty cool (laughs) on my linkedin so
1: (laughs) was a god (laughs) listen to people confess
0: so for the sin eaters you were talking about them like eating like a ritualistic meal thing is it and i said hot pockets oh my god not hot pockets bro please I was going to say, like, is it gross? Like, is it gross food? Like, do you have to eat? Like, is the food... like... No, they...
1: So what they did was they set the dead body on a table, basically, because, you know, a long time ago, they didn't have fancy stuff. Mm -hmm. So they set a dead body on a table, kind of like how we do wakes. And uh, the sin eater would sit at the head of the dead body, and they would, like, put their hands on either side of their head, and they would just kind of, like, I guess focus intently on them <laughs> and that was supposed to be like them absorbing the sins of the dead person taking it on themselves so that way that person would have a easier time in the afterlife and the sin eaters were regarded as like super highly respected social outcasts like professional mourners were and also uh fuck the people that that kill you executioners executioners were also (laughs) assassins (laughs) (laughs) executioners were also highly respected and feared but um social outcasts nobody really wanted those jobs because of the social stigma that comes along with being a you know an unaliver or a mourner or a sin eater no like seriously though that sounds perfect just i'll go stare at a dead guy and then everyone will leave me alone not in a mean way perfect and then I'll go eat my hot pockets in peace yeah
0: like you get to pick the food (laughs) like I'm just ordering like I'm door dashing Taco Bell to the site and I'm having a Baja blast while right you know
1: you're gonna have a blast (laughs) I have to tell you I was surprised at Brannon's sin his confession Mm.
0: that they weren't able to finish the job so to speak
1: yeah and then went on like they had because he they he painted him kind of like the self righteous guy. And then Rowan was the only one who was like, "Yeah, no," but <laughs> other than that, I mean, it's like what we had gotten out of them. So it's just, I mean, I'm I'm glad I'm glad that no one's infallible, but I can tell you I have an absolute favorite part. Yeah. I have an absolute favorite, and then I have a sub favorite. Go on. So page four
0: thirty six <laughs> in the scriptures. Let us all <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to all the religious Um, people who follow us based on the name scriptures.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh Um, mm, we worship mm.
0: in a different place.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of worship, uh Rowan is talking to Mm -hmm. (laughs) Aileen and says, quote, I want to take my time with you to learn every Mm. inch of you. And this apartment has very, very thin walls. I don't want to have an audience, he added as he leaned down again, brushing his mouth over the cut. At the base of her throat. When I make you moan. Aelin. So. <laughs> yep. We worship at different places. So I just. I, I was. Yep. Just repeat yep. that verbatim. Except when it says Aelin. Just put my name. And that's all. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Gravelly voice is a plus. Yeah. <laughs> we love attention, a
0: gravelly voice. When she walks out in the gold lingerie, like because she asked him what color. Are he mm.
1: <laughs> okay, so even more than yes, even more than the negligee stuff, and even more than than the worshiping your body thing, what struck me in this part of the book that um, I just I love 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 love, love was page five twenty seven in our text. Where she said softly, you make me want to live, Rowan. Oh, yeah. Not survive, not exist, live. And then later he says it back to her. He's like, you make me want to live too. And I'm like, God, can't do this
0: job. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't take." <sighs> Dude. <laughs> I know I know we're getting to, like, mate territory sooner rather than later. I pinned Throw that it. same chapter, but, like, one page before in the scripture. Because I was just like, oh, what do you mean by that? When they first kiss, where he says his body went still, his entire world went still. At that whisper of a kiss, the answer to a question he's asked for centuries. What do you think's the question?
1: Can I have more than one mate? <laughs> Can I love again? <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> Am I worthy? I think it it's a self worth kind of thing.
0: It could be a self worth thing. I think it could because be like he's super
1: upset, he's spaghetti, that uh, she got murked. for preggers, and he didn't know that he couldn't save her. There was another part that I didn't quite understand. I'm curious to see what you guys interpreted it as. Maybe I'm just being a doofus. Page four four seven. It's a very little bit on that page, mm-hmm. and Kale says never again. And I have no idea what he's referring to. Um, really? <laughs> I'll never be an asshole again. No, yeah, you don't it, it doesn't ha- I don't for me when I was reading it it just didn't Yeah, no, was, I didn't understand I didn't, didn't understand Never again what? Who, 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 what were we talking about?
0: Be- because he's talking about Nehemia, and that's why he makes that promise to her, and he says never again, because it's about the tension. He's, he. There's an earlier point in the chapter where he mentions like, the stress of this based on what had happened the previous year in the winter. So he was saying, like, we're not losing one of your friends. It was directly related to about the friendship and how it reminded <laughs> her of Nehemia.
1: I guess I would have just liked that spelled out for me because like Selena, I have a hard time <laughs> connecting the, the dots. <laughs> well yeah. This
0: this line here, Kale noticed then where her eyes had focused on his face. He paled his mouth opening. He's looking at like the scar that she had given him when he, you know, fucked up and got Nehemia killed. So Yeah. I mean Nehemia got herself killed, let's be real, but you know what I mean.
1: Good. Oh, oh sorry. Uh I mean <laughs> um, Bad no. Oh, no, I was confused about why Lorcan came back. That just seems so out of character. Like, he went to such great lengths to, like, give him the scent and not kill the, the houndy guys. I also don't understand why he just kind of, like, chillaxed in the city, like, doing fuck all for so long. If he wasn't actually, like, killing the hound things. Mm-hmm. He was just, like, what? Sitting... Sitting on the adjacent roof, just, like, chilling with a margarita, watching everything unfold. Like, what the fuck was Lorcan doing all this time? And then he just decides, you know what? This carefully crafted plan that I made, fuck it. We're just gonna go. All because his not-actually-a-friendo son is there. Like, that, mm. I mean, I guess we don't really know a whole lot about Lorcan right now. But what I do know, that just doesn't track. It's not enough. Mm. It is not sticking.
0: I, I took it as, I guess, the scene, because there is a scene where Rowan refers to Adian as his brother in his court. And it's noted that, like, Lorcan makes a face at him. And he's, like, like a very minuscule, like, thing. And I think it's just that, like, allegiance and brotherhood, I guess. Because Rowan, to him, is like, you have left the brotherhood. You have left. Like, he refers to his queen as Maeve. And Rowan's like my right. queen is downstairs. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, so their alliances have shifted. So I, that's why I feel like his loyalty <laughs> is not to him anymore, and Gabrielle's loyalty still is. Is kind of how I interpreted it as like,
1: well, yeah, he says that's my brother's son. I could never can 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 yeah. uh, I would never
0: leave him to die or whatever. Yeah, or yeah.
1: I think he's like forgive myself or some yeah. shit
0: gets like a guilt uh, thing.
1: Yeah, but they they also mentioned that he's not really rowy with the bros. That he's like a loose cannon on his own doing his own lone wolf bullshit. But that doesn't change the fact that they're still allied together and that they have been for centuries, you know? Yeah. Think of it like little brother, but like that's still my brother. Don't fucking touch my brother.
0: Yeah, Like only I'm allowed
1: to call him an asshole. You're not <laughs> allowed to call him an asshole.
0: Yeah. I think it's different too, like I don't want to hang out with you. But also, oh my god, your son is going into peril and I didn't fucking know that he was going to be there and now I have to go save his ass.
1: Yeah, but it it was also like, I knew and I did nothing. And he couldn't live with that.
0: It says that he did not know Gabriel's son would be in the tunnel until it was too late. Yeah, Yeah, but
1: again, he doesn't just, like, piece the fuck out whenever that immediate threat is you know dealt with he like hangs out a little bit i don't know what just... fucking took him so long and i just i really do feel like he was sitting on an adjacent roof like super drinking margaritas watching everything happen because like what else what's he fucking doing to the city he's school? he's he's looking for the wordstone so he's looking for the other two obviously not looking very hard
0: he's trying his best
1: on that note where the fuck is the third one one was in caltane one is with
0: aelin selena gomez uh where's the third one now that i don't know i don't remember the poem i feel like there was something about fire and like volcano i I bet we're gonna go to that i forgot all about the poem (laughs) selena
1: after reading the poem well he he the king guy collected two of them so i assume that he already went to the fiery chasm or whatever and acquired said stone
0: yeah could be I, i don't remember the poem we'll see if uh cuddle can find it here for us
1: how fucked is it that that Duke Shitface was the one that's like actually the bad guy the whole time.
0: Well, he was pretty fucking bad, to be fair. Well, the big bad. Yeah. The BBEG, mm-hmm. if you will. It was a good uh, heel turn. Did you actually, we should probably discuss this maybe after getting the poem, but how did you guys feel with the heel turn with the king right at the end? Do you feel like that was real? No no you think it was
1: no but i'm very scorcherous like i will absolutely write off a character for no reason (laughs)
0: yes (laughs) very hard on characters yes i mean we've seen that before (laughs) with you i think Um, it was
1: real but i don't think he deserved
0: forgiveness sure yeah i mean no he's he's fucking awful like he had to go but i almost wonder i'm like "Mm, is it for real because I'm like, okay, this whole time Dorian's been like trying to get people to kill him. So he's like been purposely antagonizing, but he's like, I I did this to you. I'm like, bro, she was eight years old. Do you want an eight-year-old to kill you as a grown man? Like, do you think that would, I mean, grant she's powerful, yeah. but like, is that even logical? Like, part of me is just like, and, and how Aylan goes back and forth with Nehemia being like, oh, they'll leave words for you like that. Like, you know, when people leave, don't think much of it. It was interesting, though. I was like, oh, that's nice that there is some type of thing here. I mean, because we don't have a lot of options or, or I guess, information on uh, what happens to you when you use those word keys. Because that's what he was saying. Like, you, do you know what you have to become to use that? Because um, it's me. But I feel like that's a lie. Yeah,
1: that didn't feel truthful, especially since Duke Dickface is the one that had him anyways. Mm
0: hmm. The only interesting part of it to me was the idea that he had hidden that from the duke where magic had left this area, that he had pulled off that spell. That part, that implication is very interesting that he was trying to, you know. Yeah,
1: I I feel like it's really difficult to, just like looking at Dorian's POVs and the amount of control that that was exerted over him. Mm-hmm. I find it really difficult to believe that the king was able to to x out
0: magic like like that. But he didn't without you know, <sighs> those came later in their like lineage. Maybe he would have gotten a collar. He did have a ring. I was actually hoping that Ailyn
1: was going to like take the collar, like, grab onto it and, like, melt it, and that was going to release him. That's what I actually thought was going to happen. That it was tied to the collar and not, like, actually, like, in his brain. Sure. I was a little sad that didn't happen because I thought that would have been really cool.
0: It would have been cool. I would have liked that. I found it.
1: Okay, so in Round of Midnight, page 280, that is in chapter 37. This is by the version. Right. By the valg, three were made, of the gate stone of the word, obsidian. The gods forbade, and stone they greatly feared. Maybe it's weird. Whatever, I don't know. That's <laughs> what we were like, "Is it? Is it word? <laughs> is it weird?" Mm-hmm. In grief, he hid one in the crown, of her he loved so well, to keep with her where she lay down inside the starry cell. The second one was hidden in a mountain made of fire. Where all men were forbidden, despite their great desires, where the third lies will never be told by voice or tongue or sum of gold. What do you mean, by Brighton? That? The third one was well, was in be her amulet. One. That's the amulet one. So, yeah, volcano time.
0: Yeah. So the duke must have known where that.
1: But that he told Caltaine that she was going to get a second one. Put into her body soon.
0: Maybe he was going to take the one from the king and assume it total control. But the king didn't have one. Yeah, he did. He had now, one the when, from the story when,
1: when the king. Yeah, but I think he might have given that to. So, in the very first book, it talks about how the king like disappeared for a long time, mm-hmm. and all of the men were dead. Did he go to Morath? And if he yeah. did go to Morath, what was? We can't say that was when he was like possessed, right? No, it was before then. Because he he did the magic shenanigans in response to. Now, I also had another thought, and this is like really interesting to me and I don't know where we're going with this, but I think that this is a thing. So, in The Queen of Shadows on page 421, this is when Manon is getting like attacked by Roland and the whole thing. And they talk about how the color of their eyes played an impact Mm -hmm. on who had been attacked and who was not. The gold eyes had always been prized among black beaks. She'd never wondered why, but that the ones that were affected had ordinary colors and not, not the gold flecks. And later on, when Dorian goes to talk to her, he looks in her eyes and the demon is like super upset about her eyes. But then also, also... I mean, rude. <laughs> it said, well, it says, the demon inside of him recoiled... This is page 462. Um, the demon inside him recoiled, clawing at the walls of his mind. Eyes of the Valg King's eyes of our masters. It shrieked, don't... Do not touch that one. Now, if we know anything about some of these characters, it's their fucking eye color. <laughs> you know what color? Eyes. Well, so... Aelin has, what, turquoise eyes?
0: With a yeah. golden ring, yeah.
1: With a golden ring. So she has gold in her eyes. So does uh-huh.
0: Zisterian and everyone else.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I'm wondering, we- we've made such a big deal so oh far. Oh my god, is Aelin, is Aelin related I to I don't everybody? know. <laughs> <laughs> well, but they do say that Faye were related back to Valg as well. So, does that mean that well, Aelin's also fire, and the fire would w- would freak them out, too. Because that's what happened with the king, is that because he burned her. I just I just wonder, like, I almost want to go back now and look, be like, all right, who has gold eyes? Mm. <laughs> because we've made multiple, multiple things about the colors of people's eyes, and I feel like there's more than just these, the, the witches that have gold in them.
0: Mm-hmm. But the when the being was inside of dorian and alan was there it they did have a conversation that was locked in place and they did look at each other and it wasn't mentioned at that point like That's through true. dorian's perspective either like in later chapters so i i wonder if it's just uh, kind of the same i guess equivalent to like how astiran's eyes are like brown or black fleckled with gold but it doesn't like I don't know. I mean, it's in, it's an interesting theory.
1: And I wonder why he's saying do not touch that. Like, I just, it's weird that he's, like, freaked out by her eyes. I just, I don't understand why he would feel that way. Like, We know that the witches were related to the Valg, but I, I don't know why that would, like, why that would almost scare the demon. Because he's scared shitless and freaked out. Like, don't touch her. Why? Why not? I don't know. It just, I I, I, I want to understand that one a little better. I think there's something there.
0: Yeah, definitely. could be (laughs) definitely one for our unanswered questions section. Yes, it's true. What about faves and least faves?
1: My favorite character was Lysandra. I also love how she played around with when they're going like at the very end going home and she was kind of playing around and, and just being silly with the forms. I fucking love that. It just made it lifted my heart because you know, she's been through so much. And to see that she can still find joy and be, you know, lighthearted, it was yeah. it was good. I liked it. My least favorite has probably got to be the grandma witch lady because she a cunt with a mm-hmm. K.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole uh, forced breeding farm thing. She's oh. into it. Yeah, not
1: great. hate that. Yeah, not great. <laughs> Oh, what did you guys think of the uh, tower thing
0: with the mirrors and shit? I don't know. I guess i I don't really understand the implications of it. I know they were different when Selena was going through that cart with the lady with Baba Yellowlegs and that, but I don't understand how it can. I mean, they, they gave us a little information on how it worked, but I'm just like not understanding how it's actually going to be utilized. I guess
1: like a magnifying glass. It's going to amplify the fire. The, the shadow fire, which they don't have anymore. Right. I wonder almost if Aelin's going to get it and amplify her fire.
0: That'd be cool. Tower and of then, like, Dawn is the next book, right?
1: It's true. Empire of Storms and Tower of Dawn.
0: Tower of Dawn. I'm, won-
1: I'm wondering what are we going to do with these other countries? Like, what about Eelway? What about the southern continent? What about like the the shadow assassins and the shadow assassin daddy? (laughs) Yeah, like when are when are they gonna come into play?
0: Yeah, probably the very last
1: one, I would imagine.
0: Yeah, I mean they probably need time. Obviously, they just got freed from Madeline's rules, so like they probably which was really cool. Yes, Nahemia's spirits right now is just like yes. Fucking finally. Oh my God. <laughs> Selena, thank you. Get the shit together. It'd be interesting to see. I could, I kind of picture it like, like the final war effort and like, you know, who's going to show up and who's not and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean?
1: I, I would say my, I freaking adored and loved um, Lysandra. Mm-hmm. I really think that her and Adian are going to end up together.
0: Yeah, I that'd think.
1: be cute. I really, I feel like they're very. Cassian and more so mm-hmm. I, I don't know about that though yeah. Um, so least favorite character fucking assassin daddy for <laughs> Being a dick. having that escape plan of the uh, <laughs> if I die she I mean, like she gets outed like I hate I hated that I mean I get it and I still I still love him but I hate that so that I did not one enjoy final
0: that fuck you from Marvin yeah one final <laughs> fuck you we had to do it to him
1: I wonder if the final fuck you also gave the king the champion slash Aelin Galathinius. He told the king that. Because it kind of seems weird that he would out Lysandra, but he wouldn't out Aelin. It's true. I I thought it was weird that the king just was like, hey, I know who you are. I was like, oh, this is a sudden realization. So it makes sense to me to think that the king got like a little... A little tidbit drops mm-hmm. in his uh, cup, so to say. What would you guys think that, like, has the overall theme for you changed at all? Like, what's what do you think the message for, for this section is?
0: Found family. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just like a punch in the face. Because <laughs> that's essentially what this part of the book was. It's just like one great big punch to the face. You know, to me, to you, to the king, everybody, everybody. got punched. <laughs> Are you happy that the way that the king died, like, do you feel like it should have been more alien like, with a knife in the back or something?
0: No, I like that it was Dorian.
1: Yeah, I like that she
0: gave up her... um, Kill? Her revenge.
1: She did it for both Assassin Daddy and the king. I feel like that shows tremendous growth. Mm -hmm. It really does. Because she's like, you know what, Uh, this needs to happen, but I recognize... That I don't have to be the one to do it. It just needs to be done. Mm-hmm. I feel like delegating is very queenly. Speaking <laughs> of queenly and growth, her talking and addressing Riftold yeah. after, after the whole thing, I was like, damn, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. shit, I love this, Aylin. Like, it was almost very Daenerys Targaryen, you know, where yeah. she's like telling them to they're free or some shit it was very that and uh i love i love seeing her and step into this queenly role and uh, i loved it
0: yeah that part was great
1: i just thought it was so badass (laughs) and i was like yeah step on me mommy
0: (laughs) (laughs) speaking of growth and a possible unanswered question that i don't think will ever actually come to fruition but you ever think about how Lysandra is a shapeshifter and how she knows what Sam looks like and how she could transform into Sam so Selena could say goodbye because she never got the chance to? Why well, do now? <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> Ow. Or if she actually was in love with Aelin, that she could transform and then they could be together.
0: <laughs> yes. Be
1: like, or that Hi. she could transform into alan
0: Damn, yeah. She could kind of backstep a little bit if she wanted to Ooh, or dangerous. she could be yeah.
1: or she could be a decoy Ooh. or an assassination attempt yes oh are but they gonna, gonna kill my be... sandra oh, no. oh no no oh that's gotta be somebody you keep real close to you <gasps> and you and you is. make sure that they love you and and it's not ambitious because shit, she could fuck up like everything
0: well, she could fuck up any, everything in the sense of like, if you wanted to say that she would betray Aylin at some point, which at this point, I don't think is a possibility. I don't think so. But no. like, if she showed up as Sam, like in a moment at like, Aylin at would pause for long enough looking at how realistic he, he, he looked to be allowed to be killed or captured or something. You know, it could be used as a distraction. Because even Aelin obviously would know that Sam is dead and that he's not here. But I think for a split moment, the shock of, like, seeing his... So it'd be enough of a pause, though, to take advantage of as an enemy or something. Yeah, same. Yeah. She
1: or she enemy, could yeah. come back as Caltaine and <laughs> get the third word stone.
0: Hey, there you go. We'll get shit together eventually.
1: Or, or, she could turn into... A Braxis and they can sniff the fucking flowers together because they still do that. And it's amazing. <laughs> Let's go. I need a Braxis to like chase Fleetfoot through a field. <laughs> yes. I just love the sky puppy and the regular puppy, and now I need a water puppy. <laughs>
0: The Fleetfoot reunion with the gang. Oh,
1: so good. So and Fleetfoot was like, the fuck are they? <laughs> She's like, it's it's fine. And Fleetfoot's like, all right. <laughs> all right, <cool. laughs> Let's go, let's go. <laughs> all right, mom, whatever
0: you say. I'm just glad you're just here. A
1: happy, <laughs> happy just a happy, a happy, happy. Gap. God, I love
0: whatever mm. books have, have, like, puppies and shit. God. Oh, yeah.
1: Just yeah. I just love, I love
0: I think my only unanswered questions at this point are like, okay, you're in Terrison now. What? Like, do you just? Is there a castle still there? Like, has it been leveled yeah. out? Like, do you have to rebuild it? Do you get to move back in? Like, obviously the people are pretty on board. She has pretty good reputation, but just kind of like the logistics of it. I'm like,
1: nah, what's her I'm kingdom? Great. Are people gonna say?
0: When she like, I'm, I'm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> It was weird that Roland could feel her pain. I thought that was weird.
0: Oh, I wonder. What...
1: I still think it's weird that they can they can have entire complex conversations.
0: Well, so can Reese and Farah.
1: Yeah, but they they have the 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 brain stuff. <laughs>
0: I mean, I've even
1: tried. <laughs> Just leave, leave me alone. I have tried as I've been reading, and they do that. In the book, and I'm like, what even would that look like? And then I'll try to be like moving my face around to say that. I'm like, I just don't think I could accurately convey <laughs> those words. Yeah, just by looking, <laughs> my my husband every once in
0: a while stare at me and be like, what are you doing? I think of it. I don't- <laughs> Have you guys seen the second Planet of the Apes movie? Like, the original ones? No, no. They learn, the humans learn how to speak telepathically, and it's the worst thing ever, because every time in the movie it happens, it makes this horrific sound effect. So a character will look at another character, and it just goes, Bum-bum! and it does it every two seconds, like, every time they oh, telepathically. To the point, like, now I made that my ringtone for my brother, because we watch those movies all together. <laughs> uh... And he texts me, Bum-bum! and I'm like, oh my god, bro i freak out every time all right
1: so a character i most want to lecture is you for that choice wow <laughs> wow dude i kid i kid <laughs> obviously it's it's you know the, the matron with the, with the breeding yeah, farm no. i just That's feel good. like we need to sit down and have a really long talk about reproductive rights and, <laughs> or or it leads uncle yeah no i think the matron's worse
0: yeah, he's facilitating a lot. I don't know. They're both pretty ass. I mean, I just kind of kill both of them, take them out. I mean, um, he's I a man. Lecture Lorcan and be like, "Hey, can you like not? Can you like relax?" Can
1: I just, know? I just, I have a harder time with with the matron because he he is a man. Yes, not, not. I'm not trying to man hate, but she is another woman. So for a woman to do that to another woman. I think mm-hmm. is a little different than from a man doing it to a woman,
0: they because they can't imagine she... the physical side. Yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both of them would be on the list for me,
1: Did for you sure. Guys,
0: identify with anyone though, like in particular.
1: I feel like I'm a lot like 80 in this section, mm-hmm. where just in my in my general life, where nobody tells you anything. Well, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, more like just trying to get shit done and not necessarily. Well, and I guess Selena a little bit just like that. I, I have, especially with work, I feel like I know that things have to get done. I don't necessarily have to be the one to do them, but we just get to work. Does that make sense? And I, I can identify with that piece of it. And to Adrian being super loyal and willing to put his own, aside and let Rowan kind of take the lead and I, I really liked all that and I, I feel like I can do those things too and I, I get it and I I love that but at the same time I'm also I also really liked how Lysandra basically threw herself into harm's way for her friends and it's just a lot of loyalty stuff you know like and and I identify with a lot of that because I feel like I would be one of the people to make a lot of those decisions too
0: mm-hmm. you guys always pick such like happy positive ones literally my <laughs> whole note for this i di- like what character i most identified with is the scene when a gets locked up by her uncle and she's so fucking depressed she doesn't even try the <laughs> handle to leave the room <laughs> wow <laughs> god damn <laughs> sorry well- um <laughs> You're like, you know what? I can be that person and I have inner strength and I'm this and I, like <laughs> for me, yep. I'm literally like I <laughs> I tag I mean, I scene. do get it. <laughs> it's just I it's just like damn, bro. Could I just be happy for one second? <laughs> I don't ask for much.
1: Or it's more I was I thought you were going to say Keltane to be honest. I thought you were going to go that route.
0: Yeah. Well, in what way?
1: Just the feminine rage self sacrifice thing. Mm. Well, because in the I'm I'm too bro- I'm broken and I'd rather watch them burn than try to repair everything that they've done to me.
0: Mm. Yeah, maybe. I would say for me, a lead uh, stood out a little bit more for me. At least in that one scene, I was like, "Damn, bro. She didn't even try the door handle." I was like, "Me." <laughs> I'm like damn, I, bitch, we sad as hell. Look at us.
1: <laughs> I have a quote for who who I most identify with in the scriptures on page 606, down at the bottom. It says, "Lysandra vomited black blood all over him." This was by far my most favorite part in the entire book.
0: <laughs> Why? Why? What like that?
1: Lorkin's all like I'm gonna be an asshole and she's just like you forgot to say please he's like I don't have time for this I have to be an asshole and then she just responds with fucking blowing chunks all over him and then she's just like I am so sorry and then fucking does it again black butt, blood and bits of gore and I'm just like jesus christ i love this woman let's get married this yeah. is amazing please your god let me have a moment like this at some point oh that's what i should have said was like sandra <laughs> because we like have done the whole uh oh my god are we proposing thing like, eighty-seven thousand times <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so true. we're all like sandra let's be honest it's true uh, but but just the fact that she uh she got into fuck off just because she <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then Rowan literally like you that by the way <laughs> sassy my sassy king how does he do it
1: chef's kiss like I I can't Sarah please put that in every single book you write from now <laughs> until the rest of time just you know add it to the list of you know bloody ribbons watery bells puking <laughs> toe curling toe curling oh, no. <laughs> Uh, what's the other one? Strangely intimate.
0: (laughs) We love a strangely intimate.
1: (sighs) I need it. I need it so bad. (laughs) I predict that this, this will happen because Sarah, we good. You got me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She knows. What do you guys have for predictions? I know we're about to start our tandem raid soon for Taradon and what was it? Empire of Storms? Yeah. I
1: think that Kale's going to walk again. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think that we're going to be healed by the lady. And I think that him and Nezrin are going to have a relationship. I mean, they kind of do already, don't they? Like They have solidified. a situationship.
0: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> uh, so who do you think is going to be? I, I don't understand how he can have titles in two different courts. What like two Well, Aiden just said, fuck you, I'm doing it.
0: Well, he's like <laughs> an ambassador, right? Yeah. So, he's basically just got two full-time jobs. Let's put him to work.
1: I mean, it's fine. I mean, it's fine.
0: <laughs> he kind of so, owes.
1: About time he pulled his
0: damn weight. <laughs> <sighs> I can't. I can't live like this. <laughs> I do say the same thing though I, I think he will be healed I think it'll be the healer from Assassin's Blade That does it It would be cool to see uh, Ansel show up at some point That would be cool for the next couple books I also think it's going to get real scary I think things are going to get real spooky And then that that bad things are going to happen Because things are at a good point in the story right now Oh yeah I think Sarah has <laughs> to take us in a really dark place But then everything's going to be okay Like that TikTok audio It's like First it was scary And then it was fun. And then it was scary again. And then it was fun again. Like, I think that's going to (laughs) be the plot of everything that happens here. Like, it's going to be terrible. I don't think her and Rowan are going to be, like, they have to be separated at some point. Because they're too powerful together. So something bad's Mm going to happen. I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't think Rowan's going to die. But it's just things... Sarah hasn't traumatized these characters enough for them to have their happy ending. No, the bottom's going to fall out. Yeah, bad things are going to happen. I do think. Do you think everybody's gonna live? And Manon will date. No,
1: I think we're gonna have some deaths.
0: We have Ooh. to. Do you think they're gonna die? I think Lysandra's
1: <laughs> probably, probably gonna die. Do you think Protecting Ailyn.
0: Yeah, yeah, I do. Yep, so I think. And end up with Adian. Maybe a lead. Mm. No, they wouldn't fit. I mean, they could end up
1: together and then be ripped violently away from each other.
0: I think that Lorcan will join the homies.
1: Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Reluctantly, reluctantly. we have
0: to kill Maeve, and all those blood ties are going to be not a problem anymore. And if he's such buddy-buddy with Gabriel, then here you go.
1: Yeah, I have a feeling that Lysandra's going to die. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> too many good things are happening to her. We love her, so she's going to She's gonna. Yeah. It's a yeah. thing. Do you think Evangeline will be her heir? What if yeah. she Also, no, I don't think Evangeline will die.
0: What if Evangeline died and Lysandra lived, and then Sarah J. Mass forced that character to like live with that pain forever? Mm-hmm. That would be fun. Oh, like
1: having to choose between Aelin and
0: uh, like can Ooh. only save one of them, mm-hmm.
1: and she chooses Aelin over charge. I hate that. You're welcome.
0: Yeah, I'm just putting it <laughs> out there.
1: I think we're gonna need some tough choices though, for sure.
0: I don't think Elite is gonna die. I think because her mom already died protecting Aelin that she will get to live. So, her mom was a witch?
1: A secret witch.
0: They have like witch heritage, yeah. I feel like we
1: would have known. I feel like whenever. I wanna go back and and reread the part. Where, where she got her head chip chopped off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I want to go back and reread that. And I feel like her mom would have been a bit more badass in that moment. Well, magic was gone, so she couldn't have done that. Manon the- don't fucking need magic. All her people, they'd be all like. No, I mean, to become the witch. Remember, it's like her a mom. I heard you, but I'm saying like the period thing. It was like a period womanhood moment thing. And because there was no magic. We don't know how young she was. Or the the kiddo who is now the lady with the fucked up foot. Right. Right. It also could have been a problem for mom. We don't know how old when she did her stuff and things. We don't know. We don't know a whole lot.
0: Mm. I don't know. Shit's just weird. And uh, it makes me want to go back and reread it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'll get more answers about it, to be honest. But Dorian and Manon, for sure. Rowan and Aylin get married and live happily ever after after dark spooky time.
1: Hmm. Well, I think that leads us to the most important question of the podcast. Um, it it does. Lou, <laughs> who is day of the Day?
0: See, there's so many wonderful, wonderful choices.
1: Obviously, it's cuddle.
0: Always. Always <laughs> in my heart forever. <laughs> but there are a lot of options. I could uh, say also an option. Mort <laughs> buried under the rubble. Oh, gripey. poor, poor Mort. Quiet Do you think
1: Mort is room. dead?
0: Um, I don't know. I don't think
1: we're gonna talk to him again, but I don't think he's dead. He's eternal.
0: Mood. Maybe. Probably not though. <laughs> I feel like it kind of has to go to Lysandra. Hell yeah. We, mm-hmm. we agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First of all, an absolute hottie, baddie queen. Love her. Second of all, a selfless person who's willing to put themselves in harm's way for this random child. Love it. Mm -hmm. She saves Adian and Rowan's life, and she gets to do it as a cat. Dude, that's pretty cool and uh, you know she has a little gay tension with aelin she's like are we fucking are we getting engaged right now what's going on here (laughs) (laughs) i love it i love their friendship and (coughs) i I love what it represents to aelin and i think lysandra is one of those beautiful examples of sarah j mass being like you hate this character and you're like yes i do and then she's like no you don't actually and then you're like fuck dude i don't i was going full scorched earth (laughs) and you're just fucking fucked it up and she's like well have you considered their horrific upbringing and their selfless acts as an adult and you're like, nah! like but <laughs> they said a mean thing to my person once yeah well, well her at 16 was really mean to another 16 year old which is completely unheard of like it just so <laughs> she's make gotta pay pay. Me. no i mean she i mean it, she does it on purpose Sarah purposely writes a character in a really unlikable way and then is like, what if I gave you this crumb of information about them? And then you're like, no!
1: So That's like the
0: perfect, it. it's a perfect you know what? example of it.
1: The Empire of Storms cover has a pirate ship on it.
0: Ooh, you think we're getting uh Pirate Bay from back in the back in the oh, He's he got also? he's got his his map works now.
1: And Tower of Dawn. As I think what I would imagine is Eelway in the background.
0: I guess we'll find out. With On the that cover. said, I'm going to go ahead and read off our outro here. Yeah. Of course, we want to thank you guys for listening. This has been the Smuddy Scriptures Podcast, reading Queen of Shadows all the way to the end. We are going to, for the next two books of this series, it is recommended to do, for the most emotional impact, to do a, a tandem read of Tower of Dawn and Empire of Storms. We will probably post... Um, on, on Instagram and a few other places as far as like the guide that we're following. I know these two, um, if you guys are following Smuddy Scriptures on Instagram or TikTok, you can uh, look at all the links that we have up in the Etsy shop. There's actually a book club kit where we give you like tips and stuff on how to uh, actually host a book-themed event. And I know we put the picture of the tandem chapters in as well. It might be a little bit confusing, but we'll, we'll go over it with y'all and y'all will see it. But there's it's a well-established way to To read them. So, we'll technically be reading two books at once, just kind of jumping back and forth from character perspective. So, it's going to be a little different. And we will probably do that in about three episodes because, again, it will probably be a little bit more confusing. We'll see as we get into it. Um, So, that'll be a little funky. But like I said, make sure to check out the Smutty Scriptures Instagram, the Smutty Scriptures TikTok page. We've got Etsy stuff going on. Purple and Cuddle have been working really hard on designs for it. There's a lot of Den of Vipers themed stuff, a lot of Akatar themed stuff, a lot of really cool designs. And you guys should check them out and support. But with that being said, church is adjourned. Amen. Ah, my Sandra. Ah, my Sandra.
1: (laughs) I'll pay the day. (laughs) I'll pay la Sandra. (laughs)